on the palate, I get a little bit of the cherry, but I also got a little bit of like a butterscotchy almost. Cole's thinking. Yeah. No butterscotch here. <laughs> I think the, the oakiness got even stronger, to be honest, with the... Uh, <laughs> you just said, like, like a group of kids just knocked on an old sailor's door, like, kind of candy. No butterscotch here. Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. And if you're anything like Cole and I, we're hanging out today, uh, we've already been drinking a fair amount, so that's kind of fun. Uh, but you should probably, you know, uh, don't overindulge, okay? Uh, Cole and I are going to be working on a reentry buzz here in a second. Um, but <laughs> but kind of fun fun episode. It's a one-off for us, so we don't have a timeline for you. We don't have current events for you. We don't have any of that stuff we regularly do. We're just kind of doing an episode so that we can throw one in when we need to, which is probably in August. But Maybe it's not. Anyway, uh, real quick, just some business. If you guys could hit us up on Instagram, let us know how these things are going. This is probably going to be the third one. Yeah. Uh, this is you know this is whiskey that we've had, and uh, I don't know where it's going to drop in the line of things. I don't want to give away too much about our mm-hmm. thoughts on it, but let's just say it's kind of a low priority one for us. Yeah. But that being said, uh, thank you for listening anyway. Tune in, see exactly how low of a priority is it. A campfire whiskey? Is it uh, what was the other one that was just um was it the uh it was campfire and oh the oh uh basil hayden's rum caribbean cast is it that low or is it you know mediocrely low or is it high what am i saying it could be a 10 um anyway so uh enjoy the episode but let us know how things are going hit us up on instagram um tell us what you're drinking and uh i think that's not a very good job at doing the business but that's the business i think so okay well then hey cole What's your favorite letter? <laughs> C for Cole. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. I was thinking about, uh, what's it called? Uh, one of my favorite podcasts that I used to listen to a lot more. I haven't been, it's not that I haven't been into them lately. I just go through seasons of listening through them, but yeah. they're uh, Stuff You Should Know. And I know mm-hmm. you've listened to yeah, some Stuff You favorites. Should Know. And they're, they're very informative on random topics, uh, very random topics, which is kind of cool and I appreciate um, but I remember the first few times I listened to them, mm-hmm. I didn't recognize the difference in their voices yet. Like it takes oh, really? a little bit, like I could after a while and I knew, you know, obviously when one spoke and then the next person spoke, I knew they were different. It's not that I thought they were the same mm-hmm. person, but I always like, was like, who's Chuck and who's, um, uh, Josh. And, uh, and I wonder if some of our listeners, like when their first few times, I think we have different enough voices, but. I wonder if like we, I don't, you know, we yeah. might have to take a picture for the gram. Yeah. And then maybe a of video us of us talking. Maybe. Like, this is Cole's voice. You know? What? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I know when I listen, like beginning of that stuff, you should know, like I would always think their voices were reversed for their bodies. Oh yeah. That's for sure. Yes. No, no, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, but I, then again, we're both, you're six foot four? Six three-ish. Six three, yeah. I'm six foot three yeah. and three quarters. My wife Ooh, won't let me. You're taller than me though. My wife won't let me claim. Six foot four. I think I'm technically six foot two and three quarters. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. one inch on you. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a pinch for an inch. For an inch. There you go. <laughs> and we're both uh, Caucasian. Yes. Bearded. Uh, bearded. And need uh, correctional lenses, <laughs> but I wear contacts. Yeah. So I mean, we we look fairly similar. So if you were to yeah. switch our voices with who yeah, we are, you, I can see them you, being you wouldn't be that far off. I, I yeah. think. So yeah. yeah. But if you switched our intellect. You'd be way off. Cole's way yeah. smarter. No, no. <laughs> I'm just a math guy. No, one of the, so my mother-in-law one time, she was like, so my brother-in-law is, he's like a literal genius. The guy is. He's pretty bright. He's, yeah. He's the kind of person who will read a book once and be like, okay, I can apply this to any situation, wow. whether it's like astrophysicsonometry mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. you know, rocket science. Like he could probably pick it up after reading a book once kind of a guy. But anyway, his mom goes, you know, it was telling my wife, he's like, she's like, you know, Robbie's, Robbie's pretty smart too. Like he, he might be gifted, you know? And <laughs> so every, just because I can be quick witted at times. So I, I, I'm like, I don't think I'm gifted, but my smart wife's butt. mom said I was smart. So yeah. I was trying to point that out at Chelsea. She's like, she has no idea who you are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Cole is the brains of the podcast. That's well, for sure. Did you, I know you got your degree uh, for special education. Did you have a, like a, a concentration or a minor or something like that? No. With that? So special education is, is, was just, so it's, 
early, so I can do, uh, I don't know if I can do pre-K. I can do K through 12. Nice. And it's just special education. But then I got my master's in um, digital. Uh, oh, like it's technological a, it's, learning or something. It's, oh, it's not. I know this. Golly. Yeah. I, Mine are pretty simple. It's a master's of education in basically online education. Mm-hmm. Which I, the main thing I learned from that is if you don't know what you're doing, Google it, <laughs> <laughs> which I kind of hear is like kind of the IT thing too, mm-hmm. right? Like most IT guys don't know oh, everything. Yeah. They just know enough to be like, I'll Google it. And then yeah, it I know make how sense. to Google. Well, yeah. Then. So I do have a master's, but yeah. 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 As a guy who worked in IT, that's pretty darn true. And I think that works a lot with um, coding as well. Okay. Um, like I am, a lot of coding happens in my job with a coding language called R. And uh, mm-hmm. there's just so many times where I like, oh, just start my Google search with if only, R. If only space. the coding language was C, it'd yeah. be right up your alley. If only. <laughs> it'd be my favorite letter. Wait, there is. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I, I wonder how many there are that actually. There's probably just C and R, but in terms of the one letter languages. But okay. yeah. Um, so yeah, you got your degree in that and then you got your master's in that. How old were you with your master's? I think it was right when we, I was doing it when we had Amar home. She's mm-hmm. 10 now and we got her one and a half. So what Late is it? 20s? I was like, no, I was like 31. Oh, really? Wait, was 30, nice. 31? No, it wasn't. No, I was like 29. 29. Okay, cool. Never mind. I forgot how old I was. Uh, See, that's, I that, remember that's being that 29. genius right there. Cole's the genius. I yeah, no. Can't even figure it out. Can't read or write. Yeah, 29. That was like two weeks ago. Yeah, that was a week ago. Oh, or a week and a half. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. sheesh. That was Memories. A, that was a different time, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I celebrated my birthday. I think the listeners know that. Um, yeah, we talked about that on one of our chronological episodes. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, so, but this will probably be out, like Robbie mentioned, in August. Uh, I feel like we're pretty chill today. Um, so, Robbie. Yeah, cool. What is. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. Oh, like, man. I don't want to. So, listeners, just to reiterate, like, we're this is if you're, this is your first time listening to the podcast, we are not this hard in trying to find. It's not this hard, typically, trying to find something to talk about. It's just we've been recording a lot this week. Oh, because we're doing Robbie, a good job talking about nothing. Cole. Oh, yeah. It's like a whole <laughs> show about nothing. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, what's your favorite Seinfeld episode? My no. favorite Seinfeld episode. Oh gosh, um, I think it's the parking garage. That one's a good one. It is a really good one. Because it really is like nothing for 22 minutes. Oh, yeah. I liked, I recently, I don't know if it's all time favorite, mm-hmm. but recently I watched the Red Dot one on the, uh, the, oh, which one's that? Uh, it's the one where they, um, George buys Elaine a uh, cashmere sweater oh, and it's yeah. got the little red, red dot on it that you can't even like see. It's like a factory defect. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and they like discount it uh, substantially and then. He gives it to her, and basically that's the same episode where the guy falls off the wagon, the alcoholic boyfriend of Elaine, or mm-hmm. falls back on the wagon, which is the question of the episode, uh, or comes back on the wagon. But um, and that's the, also the episode where um, Kramer um, takes a lot of or drinks a lot of scotch and <laughs> basically does the commercial for Hennigan's scotch, and he's like, that, "Okay, yeah." <laughs> he's, he's like, "He's like, say you had an interview coming up. Well, you're pretty nervous. Well, just." Pop back a few of uh, shots of Hennigan Scotch, and uh, let's just say it's our little secret. Because the joke is that Hennigan Scotch doesn't smell on your breath, <laughs> so you can drink it without seeming drunk. So it's funny because when we the first I would say m- month and a half where I was on the podcast, uh-huh. I would definitely have a pre-drink, pre-show really? drink. Yeah, I had to like I you, was uh, so... re-entry. Uh... Oh yeah, reentry buzz. Yeah, so when we drank it, it was always my reentry buzz. So like, don't trust <laughs> any of my notes there. That's don't funny. ever trust my notes because I don't ever get them right. That's but, that's why I write notes. That's why. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. So I would always have Hennigan's. Hennigan's. Uh, yes. Hennigan's. 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 Wait, it's not a real scotch though. What did you have? Oh, I call it my Hennigan's. Oh, okay, gotcha. that's it. Yeah. Sh- actually, I should do that. Yeah. A-G-double-N-I. I should write it, put it right on the bottle, put it up there, and just be yeah, good that's to go. good. Yeah, yeah. So use it as paint thinner on the side, <laughs> as Jerry did. Yeah. Oh man, it's been a while since we talked about Seinfeld. Yeah, boom, boom. For a while, it was it was kind of a was a staple of the show for a it little was. bit there, and it will come back. It'll, It'll come back. Reentry buzz all the time. You know, it's because with like being home and stuff, I've started watching all the shows that. Mm. I kind of wanted to watch or like suggest. Yeah. So like Seinfeld is typically one of my go-tos. Oh, for sure. Like my go-tos are like, what is it? So do Seinfeld. Uh I love Seinfeld. 
I love, and everyone has the office. Um, uh-huh. I'll do friends in the fall cause it just nice. feels like a fall show to me. Okay. Um, and then I love community. You ever watch community? I watched the first two seasons. I think <sighs> love yeah. community. Uh-huh. So good. So those are kind of like my go-to, like mm-hmm. I don't really want to invest in like, yeah. will I like this? I'll just put something on kind of yeah. in the background kind of show. What do you, where do you go to? Uh, top three. And I, it's probably only three uh, in terms of like happy to rewatch, um, our rest development. Um, oh, good. Uh, Seinfeld yeah. and Scrubs probably. Scrubs. Yeah, I like Scrubs. I probably should. Scrubs. I should go back and watch so it. Good. Is it streaming on anything? Uh, yeah, it's on Hulu. Is it Hulu? Okay, yep. perfect. Yeah, yep. I'll go back and do that. I don't. I don't think Chelsea's watched that oh, at all. So good. But she's in the medical field, so it's like. Well, what I hear is actually that um, a lot of people in the medical field will say this is the closest to reality of okay. all the hospital dramas or dra- like Comedy hospital shows. Shows. Okay. Yeah, they're like this is definitely the closest, especially so to the. Intern, not not intern. Um, what do you call it? The uh, residency. Residency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing is, like, she'll like she won't even give a medical show a chance because she's like, it's like. But I get that because oh, I'm like totally give Scrubs. Oh, but chance. I get that because if I like, there was a, like, hey, this is a TV show about teachers, and it's like the worst part of teaching. I'd be like, mm-hmm. like, this is a show about teachers giving consequences for not doing their work. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. I do that yeah. all day. You know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. but the beauty of Scrubs is it's. Not a drama. It is 100% comedy. comedy. It's 100% And I like it. I remember I, wa- I used to watch it. So mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a buddy who loved it and was like every like every sentence, other sentence was like a quote from it. So I was like, oh, I, I gotta watch it. I totally now, so. quote it all the time. Yeah. So good. So, I, I hold back though, but. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I did quote the, uh, the Turks are sneaky the other day and it was on the verge of potentially. Yeah, you got the, you got the sideways glance from yeah. like, where's this going? But it had oh. to do with the couple, Carla and Chris Turk, so. Another one of my go-tos is you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? Uh, no, but I should get into it's it. It's a good yeah. one. I like that. It's 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 yeah. That, yeah. They do a good job. I, I just have so many trust issues with TV. That's why I only you have do. like three rewatch shows ever since Lost, Lost ended. <laughs> <laughs> ever since the accident, you know. And I'm sure our listeners know that by now. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's my life. Sweet man. Yeah. So uh, I guess we're drinking uh, Old Tub from uh, Jim Beam Distillery. Did we mention that yet? I don't know if we mentioned it. Okay. We are drinking Old Tub, and it is a revived brand uh, that actually used to have a lot of significance in the Jim Beam history. Um, and so we're going to talk about that today. And But before that, anything else you want to talk to or talk about? <laughs> you want to talk to this? Was that your kind of way of breaking up? Anyone else you want to talk to? Is there anyone yeah. else in your life? Do you life? want to talk to anyone else besides me? Well, you know what we should mention, though? Uh-huh. Thinking of that is what it, we last night we watched one of the worst movies ever. Oh yeah, it was pretty was bad. It, was it Fatal Findings? Something like that, or no? It was Favorable Findings. I think. No, not Favorable. I think it was. No. Well, it was, it was like Fatal. It, it some, might have been fatal. some Fatal or Finding. Anyway, it's, it's the Neil worst Breen. Movie ever. I don't know if anybody here watches Neil Breen ever. He's like got a cult following, apparently. And seriously, and yeah, but it was awful. It I was mean, like. I I wonder, like I actually wonder if this guy is delusional. The director slash actor oh, slash he everything. Is. He's got to have some sort of yeah, because he he either thinks he's good and he's the furthest thing from good in terms of acting, directing, writing, anything like that. But or he knows he's bad and he knows he's got a cult following. See, now I would I would I could appreciate those the yeah. latter. Uh-huh. It's like I know I'm horrible. I'm yeah. just gonna run with it. Yeah, but That's... I love it when they play it off. Like there's a few people in the in the world where you ever heard of. Froggy Fresh, he's uh he's on oh. YouTube. He, he also went by Krispy Kreme for a while. He was like a rapper of sorts, but yeah. he was so bad. Well, then, but like, he would play it off so well. And I don't think he was that dumb. I think he was just playing dumb. What was the the Man on the Moon? The movie with Jim Carrey, Man on the Moon, Andy Kaufman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Andy Kaufman was the same way. He was yeah. in Taxi and all that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I mean, uh, Homeboy, um, uh, Larry the Cable Guy. He's a brilliant guy. Like he's very smart, oh, very man. quick. Um, but he plays dumb all the time, and he doesn't even have that accent he when he's normal. He annoys me to none other. Oh, really? He's he's a I don't know if he's a Nebraska alum, but he's from no, Nebraska. No so like, if he's at a Nebraska football game, they always go to him on the side. I'm like, ah. really? This is who we're talking to to represent us? He's a good guy, though. He's apparently really okay. nice guy. Well, that yeah. maybe uh, maybe I'll lighten up mm-hmm. a little bit, but uh, yeah, he yeah. kind of drives me nuts for so. sure. Took the scene away from you. You were like, I was hoping they would showcase me today <laughs> at the game. Hey. 
share the podcast with your friends. Maybe we'll get big enough to where I can be on, like, get invited. He would totally. Well, I was thinking he can join our, our podcast for a second. Oh, like, yeah. We'd have him for a guest do some, episode. Do some nice corn He would corn be whiskey. fantastic. Yeah, some good corn whiskey, maybe, maybe even some moonshine. Cool would be like, hey, like, you're fantastic. You're really smart. I'm like, I hate you. Yeah, yeah. You've ruined <laughs> You've ruined me. <laughs> You, yeah. you know that's a good point yeah so that's all I had to say <laughs> rarely is cold like got anything else to say and usually I'm like no I'm ready to drink yeah, yeah. But I've already been drinking a little bit this is a great intro I've already been Love drinking it. so anyway uh, anything else to say Cole? no let's uh, send it to break And we're back. So thanks for joining us with Chill Filtered. Uh, I wanted to talk about Old Tub and the history there. I've written a lot of history lately uh, for the podcast episodes. And something about this one just kept the history short. So it's a good thing we had. I feel like it was a somewhat long intro. I don't it know. Got, it rambled. I okay. know that much. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> but I feel like this will be an okay <laughs> length episode. But either way, we're going to record and we're going to have fun. But we're going to talk about Old Tub. Uh, bourbon. And so uh, let's get into it. So this is our first Old Tub product on the podcast, but this is not our first Jim Beam product covered. We've actually done so many Jim Beam um, episodes that I couldn't even tell you all which ones were. Like we've done like two Basil Haydens. We've done a few Knob Creeks or at least one Knob Creek, actually. I don't know. But yeah, we've done a lot. <laughs> um, and uh, maybe we haven't done that much Beam. But anyway, um, well, Beam Centauri comes up a lot. Yeah, that's for sure. We've done a few Centauri, that's for sure. We've done Yamazaki 12, and that's about it, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I will not be going too much into... <laughs> yeah, I think I mentioned it on one of the recent episodes that I got Robbie's kids into laughing and then going like, ha, 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 at the end of it, and they love it. Uh, actually, today, to, to, to just talk a little bit more about random stuff, because we love digressions in this podcast, here and there. Um, your kids like Wait, fell in love with me first, today. Just for the whiskey guy, fast forward like five yeah, minutes. Yeah, give it like a minute or two, yeah. Your kids like fell in love with me today. I think yesterday was a big day for connections of your twins and, yeah. and me and Heather. Um, but today we were playing hide and seek, and we were all hiding under this blanket. <laughs> and it was like obvious we were under it. Uh, but they were loving it. They were having such a blast. And I took a picture of me and uh, uh, Juniper today. It was funny. Uh, anyway. 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 Uh, I will not be going too much into the Jim Beam history because we've covered it a good few times. It's kind of like when we go over um, Buffalo Trace episodes. Uh, even somewhat recently, we did the Basil Hayden's Caribbean Reserve Rye episode, which we covered actually more history typically than we did than we normally do, especially for that kind of whiskey. Um, based in Claremont, Kentucky, uh, which is only about a 30-minute drive south of Louisville, uh, owned by uh, Beam Suntory. And the Jim Beam distillery ha- goes way back in history. Um, there was a guy named Johannes Jacob. He went by Jacob Beam, uh, who sold the first whiskey barrels of his own stuff on the property in 1795. He was a farmer, and one of the best ways to preserve your the value of your corn grain is to not let it go rotten or anything, but just make whiskey from it, and then you can sell the whiskey. Uh, the first barrels of juice he called Old Jake Beam Sour Mash. And even though that was the, f- the name of the first barrels, uh, the first brand slash like label of the Jim Beam Distillery sold uh, was Old Tub. Okay. And so that, that was like from like 1800s is when... Um, they started bottling it under Old Tub, but it sounds like they had kind of made it that way for a while. But yeah, close to 100 years before bottling, they sold it in a, sold it by the jug, which people just, like gas stations just came to fill up and then would go on their own Why merry way. Let's bring that back. I know, right? <laughs> it's a great idea. And then people aren't fighting over the bottle. You know, like some people just buy it for the bottle. Like, like. Uh, John Trump. We yeah, the like, Johnny Drum was like, yeah. I like uh, the bottle was very influential. Well, also like collectors. Yeah, they don't. Well, some can, collectors don't even care what E. H. Taylor Old Fashioned Sour Mash tastes like. They just like the bottle on their well, shelf. Even that, like, if you go like onto like bottle trading stuff, mm-hmm. which I haven't forever because you would know. never buy an open bottle. 
But some people do. Some people oh, buy really? empty bottles. I've seen them. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Bottles. I've seen, I've heard of a uh, Pappy 23 running for like two or 300 empty. Yeah. Well, and that's yeah. why Pappy's like, break the bottle after you drink it. Yep, exactly. Which I'm like, if you're going to do that, you might as well drink the whole thing yeah. in one swig and then smash it over your own head. But I feel like you'd get the real connoisseurs coming in, the real tasting connoisseurs, not the collecting connoisseurs, come in and just say, I would love some Pappy 20. I don't even I don't even need the bottle. I just want to sip this. Yeah. That would change the whole scene, to be honest. Oh, yeah. I'd be showing up with like my old detergent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I know it says Tide, but this stuff is some yeah. Pappy in it. Fill her up. Yeah, Ding-ding. fill her on up. This will last me a few weeks, yeah. Um, which I really do think that would change the whole scene, yeah. Which is kind of cool uh, to yeah. think about, at least. Well, it's like, uh, there you go. Let's open our own, our own distillery with yeah. gas pumps for yeah, out of the barrel. Yeah, just stop by, <laughs> fill her up. Um, no wheezing the juice. <laughs> do you know that <laughs> bio? Is it biodome? Oh, I've never followed Polly Shore. Sure. Yeah, and uh. like they. Drink the Slurpee right from the spigot. And the, oh, that's like, no that reason the juice. <laughs> Want to wheeze the juice? Was that no? I think that was um. Or was that Encino Man? Encino Man. Encino yeah, Man. I've seen Encino Man. I remember that scene. So okay. yeah, and it was Polly Shore. Yeah. Um, that's so funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> terrible. I remember thinking I should do that when I was a kid seeing that movie. I think we need to put a disclaimer on these episodes and be like, have two or three drinks before. Yeah, you exactly. <laughs> have a have a reentry buzz by the time you start. <laughs> Um, so close. Yeah. Uh, and of course, back in the day, they didn't have many filtration methods like we do today. Uh, in, and in 1943, they actually retired the brand name of old tub and to replace it with Jim Beam. So everything you've seen since 1943 at Jim Beam distillery, it was a Jim Beam label. Usually, I mean, you, of course you yeah. see now like Basil Hayden's and, and Knob Creek and old Overholt and stuff like that, but those are different. Uh, and that's basically about the history of Old Tub. Uh, what we're drinking today, Old Tub Bourbon, uh, this is a limited edition offering by Jim Beam. At first, I thought it was a like a standard add-in to the, yeah. to the line, but it is a limited edition offering. Uh, I think we mentioned it on a recent episode, but I saw it at the liquor store in a box, and I'm like, hey, listen, dude, are you gonna, is that box available to, to snag some bottles from? And he was like, yeah, yeah, totally. And it was a $23 bottle. 22 something and then up to it was 24 something it was less than 25 total um but yes limited edition offering from jim beam bottled in bond uh so the big two things that that means it really goes into way detail to be bottled in bond but the big two things you really need to remember if someone says bottled in bond is 100 proof and at least four years old you can't add anything but you really can't add anything for bourbon or anything like that so but in rye's case long story with our basil hayden's caribbean cask caribbean reserve Different story for rise versus bourbons. They claim it's between four and five years, so kind of minimum bottled and bond mm-hmm. in terms of age. It is non-chill filtered to represent what it used to be back in the days that they, before chill filtration. Hey, that's sort of the name of the podcra- podcast. <laughs> podcast. Podcast. <laughs> well, re-entry, re-entry. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, hurry up, man. We got a drink here. Yeah, so last, last note is they say it's best served neat in a classic cocktail like an old-fashioned or a brown derby. Um, and I thought about the funny name of Brown Derby, but then I thought, uh, what is that? And I looked it up and it has something to do with honey and um, grapefruit huh. with bourbon. So I agree. This would, I won't talk about that yet. Yeah. Hold <laughs> uh, but off here. like I said, total wine price is about 23 bucks. So let's give it the old cork pop. Here we go. Oh, what a letdown. I'm sure they heard that, but um, here we go. Pour and pour and. Another pouring, pouring. Be generous. <laughs> there you go. That was a lot of generosity. All right. Uh, and then I'm going to pour I'll pour the ice pours now, too. Pour the yeah. ice pours? Here, you sniff, and I'll pour the ice pours. Okay. Get a little sniffity. So we drank this yesterday. And to be honest, wasn't super impressed. But I am... Digging a little bit more now. So it might be, uh, you know, bring out the good stuff, then bring out this. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of the latex, and that's one of my least favorite notes, but I'm getting a little bit. It's not super strong. It's not too much for me, but I get a little bit of the latex. Uh-oh. It's a little strong. It's a little oaky. It's oaky. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. It's like over, for even for like, like astringently oaky. For like a minimum 
like a four or five year old, you're getting too much oak. Way too much oak. And it's so, crazy because maybe they like age it in extra charred barrels or put it on the very top floor of the 10 floor Rick house or something like that. Okay. I was gonna but ask. it is oaky. So that would make four or five that, years. that would make a big difference. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in terms of um, aging and impact of the barrel shows up more in heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you, you're in the top of the Rick house, it's the hottest part of the Rick house. Um, or if you over, or you like char longer, it's going to soak into the wood more. So, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But there's a, uh, there's a medicinal, uh, smell to it as well. A little bit. There's a little bit of sweet, like on the end of the nose. Um, but it is oaky. Yeah. Like the oaky that I don't typically like, to be honest. This oaky is not dokey. No. Okie dokie. No, 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 nope, no, nope. It's going to be a great episode. <laughs> Superman. Again, manliest whiskey podcast. Yeah, exactly. Okie dokie. Nopey, nopey. 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 <laughs> um, so it's not, it's not as bad as I thought it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely the medicinal thing. Not my favorite. Um, I do get, I, I kind of like the oakiness of it. Mm-hmm. And Cole is just like, <laughs> I just did like a, a shake phys- it off kind like of visceral, physical, like mm-hmm. physical response from it. Yeah, way too oaky for me, which is really crazy. You know, I can drink a 17-year-old bourbon, and it's incredible, and it's caramely and vanilla-y and not too oaky. Yeah. I mean, I can drink this and be like four or five year, and it's like, um, yeah, I'm just uh, not feeling it as much. I, uh, Yeah, we're, we're about to drop a drop in there, so... Uh, yeah, oak is, I mean, like, I'll just talk about it a little bit before I sip and sniff the water drop, but oak is overwhelming. I do appreciate, I'll do say something right now that has nothing to do with the notes. Um, I do appreciate that it's bottled and bond. Uh, that does, I, I, I respect companies that can do that because there are very strong standards to being bottled mm-hmm. and bond besides even labeling standards. I mean, to have a four-year bourbon, I mean, Jim Beam, it's not that big a deal, but, um, you know, you go to a, a micro distillery and if they do a bottle and bond thing, that's crazy that they can pull that off because so four years is a lot. To do a bottle and bond though, like I would assume like because of the governmental regulation of it, how, mm-hmm. I mean, is that expensive for them to do or like? I bet it is. I bet there's some, because you have to have a government uh, warehouse agent mm-hmm. uh, be able to check in the warehouse at any time. Yeah, uh, it, it reminds me of the Johnny Fitzgerald episode where he had one key of Johnny the two. Johnny Fitzgerald, John, or it was the old Fitz. Old Fitz but we yeah. talked about Johnny Fitzgerald, yeah. which there is actually a bourbon called Johnny Fitzgerald, and it's oh, like okay. crazy hard to find, like worth over two thousand probably because he keeps it under key, and he had to, he had both keys. <laughs> yep. Um, but and that was the thing is like you he was a bonded agent. And uh, he can, he, he was able to check. And basically it's for quality control of in government regulation because it is a government law, uh, the Bottled and Bond Act. And like, it was like 1903 or something around that time, right in that area. Yeah. Um, where especially old, I mean, what's his name? Um, Colonel E.H. Taylor was the proponent of the Bottled and Bond Act, which standardized whiskey, especially bourbon. Um, and he... He said, here are the rules. If you can claim it, and the people knew that the bottled and bond bottles were the quality ones, yeah. um, as opposed to the ones that were mixed with things and all that kind of stuff, or weren't four years plus old, and they would claim to be aged well and stuff like that. So people knew that was more reliable. The standard was set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so I appreciate that they went bottled and bond here. But yeah, oakiness, not a lot of... I mean, there is sweetness, but it's it's really hidden by the oakiness. So have you sniffed yeah. with water yet? Not yet. So water-wise, I think the water is much better. Mm-hmm. Cut in the... Cut in the <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of what, I'm, what came to my mind. So for me, stuff. it cut out the medicinal a little bit. It's still there. It's muted, but it brought mm-hmm. out a little bit more of like a cherry yeah. for me. And then cherry, almost orange peel-ish. Orange peel? Yeah. Yeah. Is there any pith in your orange peel? No. Take the pith out of there. A <laughs> <laughs> oh, pith off. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah, and then palate water. I mean, you get anything else on the nose with the water? Uh, it's a little more, uh, it's a little more, what do you call Vapor. it? Just mute, not muted. It's a little more spread out, a little okay. sweeter, I'd say. Yeah, Yeah. there's a little more sweetness there. Mm. On, the, on the palate, I get... A little bit of the cherry, but I also got a little bit of like a butterscotchy almost. Cole's thinking. Yeah. No butterscotch here. <laughs> I think the, the oakiness got even stronger, to be honest, with the uh, 
Ah, <laughs> just I like, a, like like a group of kids just knocked on an old sailor's door, like candy, candy. No butterscotch no. here. Get off my lawn. <laughs> no, I I hate to say it, but there are certain bottles and certain whiskeys that I have to literally like. No, shake, shake so much. Like I have to like physically like get it out of my mouth. Like start like drooling because I need it to leave my the sides of my cheeks and stuff. Um that's kind of I don't I don't love this. I could see some people loving this. So I don't want to bash it too much because I really do think that it's worth buying, especially for 22 bucks plus tax, you know. Well, and then so I, and if you're into oak, this will be your favorite. $22. Well, we also, we also, uh, we had, uh, we made some, what, um, uh, not, not, yeah, we made Kentucky, Kentucky Mules, Mules yeah. today. Mm-hmm. And that was good. I thought it was good. Yeah, it was I good actually mix. did enjoy it with that. And I could, I would be very willing to try this with, um, a old fashioned or potentially a brown derby. The brown derby sounds nice. Yeah, it does. So, th- and then even we were talking, and then, uh, Yesterday we bought some uh, elderflower. What's that? Mm-hmm. Saint Germain. We bought some Saint yep. Germain for the the wives. And Cole's like, "Well, I haven't had that for a while." So he poured a little bit, and it reminded like Saint Germain reminded me of Drambuie. So like, even like a rusty nail or something. But this is definitely, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know, it, there's a lot of a lot of burn for for what it is. I mean, it's like, but it's not like it's not too alcoholy. Yeah. But it's it, but it doesn't. I would say it doesn't have the greatest taste. Yesterday we were no. sniffing it, and it, I, mean, I don't know, maybe it was our glasses. But mm-hmm. I was like, I told Cole, I'm like, old tub because it smells like a rag that got left in the old yeah. tub. And I was like, yeah, we got a little bit of the rag smell from it. Yeah. Um, it's just oaky, over oaky. It's the you, biggest note. But I'm gonna, I'm smelling uh, with a oh, and it's chill filtered. I'm sorry, it's non chill filtered. Um, and so I am seeing a lot of, uh, swirliness in the glass with adding ice, which always happens, especially with non chill filtered whiskeys. So probably just took a sip with ice. Yeah. Nose is actually sweet and not that oaky. I appreciate the nose on this. It's actually very uh, fruity, like cherry. Really? Yeah. Okay. Cause I was thinking the oak stood out a little bit more for me, but Hey, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, palate wise, it's eh, a little bit of bitterness on the end. Ice doesn't make it better. Doesn't really make it worse, but yeah. Oh my gosh, Cole! Cole looks like he's having flashbacks to some <laughs> awful event. <laughs> to Nam. <laughs> um. Uh. <laughs> just not a not a fan. Yeah, I hate that that I'm not a fan. But like I said, and I'm not even just trying to defend to defend. I really do think people would like this, oh, absolutely. especially people that dig well oaky, like like just as really. The wood grain shows up in the in the whiskey. This is your this is your cheap bonded bourbon. This is it. But even at that, no, this I mean, this can be that. Mm-hmm. For me But I, like under twenty five. If I if yeah. I'm going for the price, if we're going for bonded, I'm getting old granddad for sure. Mm-hmm. Way much more over this. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. But if you're into that grainy, woody, um oakiness, yeah, this is this Yeah. I mean, it's and, and for the price, for the worth, of, yeah, and that's okay. You know, that's the thing is like every whiskey's not for everybody. Yeah, and the beauty is I don't have to take it home to um, Arizona now. I just get to leave it with you, and leave you get here. to show it off to people. You're like, you want to try something super oaky? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know, it's it's for the. I mean, if this was priced mm-hmm. any higher, it would be awful. Yeah. It oh, really, yeah. It if this were thirty, yeah, I would say yeah. not even close to worth it. But it's almost worth it at twenty five, yeah, including I mean, tax. Yeah, and it's not bad. For, like we mixed it a little bit this morning. Not yeah. bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's for mixing. I could really see this going well with grapefruit, though. I, I think I it would be better gra- as the brown derby than an old fashioned. I think grapefruit and whiskey is like one of my favorites. Love it. My my uh, coworker, he's got a grapefruit. Um, kind of a few good trees, like big trees mm-hmm. in the backyard. Some of them are the best grapefruits I've ever had. Um, and I actually, he let me grab a bunch and I juiced them and, uh, put them in a, um, or froze them, like put them in like ice cubes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so oh, I could just nice. take them and they are so good to add. So I would be interested, especially uh, there's something called, I think I mentioned it before. There's something called a blinker. Uh, <laughs> it's a cocktail yeah. and, uh, it's, uh, bonded rye is what they recommend. So like a hundred proof rye. Um, they also recommend a little bit of, um, or like, it's like two, two ounces bonded rye. I want to say it's like one ounce of grapefruit juice, 
uh, half an ounce or like a quarter ounce of grenadine. And um, I think that's about it. You just uh, strain over or not over ice. You just strain it uh, after mixing with ice. It's real good. Oh, a grapefruit and a whiskey. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Summertime favorites. Love it. Yeah. I get, we got to get some some juice. Yeah. I envy juice. though. You guys get you guys get citrus down there. Oh, yeah. Big time. But hey, you know, everybody keep not reducing your carbon footprint. And maybe I'll have citrus here in a few yeah. years. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll be hot. Hot, hot, hot. It won't be the land of potatoes anymore here. Um, I am going to formulate my rating. I don't know what you have in mind. Yeah, I think I'm going to go about a 6.7. I think it's, no, I'm going to go 6. I'm going lower than that. That's way too high. I'm going 6.3. I'm going to go 6.3. It's good uh, for the price. Um, You you can mix with it. It's kind of nice. I. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go six. Okay. Because I think I would give like I would think I would give like an old granddad probably somewhere around like six, eight, six, nine. Yeah. And this is not as nearly as good as old granddad. Yeah. Old granddad, I love old granddad. Mm-hmm. I might give. Never mind. I'm getting way too crazy on my rating. I'm gonna go solid six one. Six point one. Okay. Bam. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, all right. Six point one. It's good for the price. It's good. Um, mm-hmm. it's not great to sip. You can mix yeah. with it. Um, but. It's not horrible. Yeah. I like a little bit more oak. I don't mind oak. Mm-hmm. So not too, not too bad. Plus, it's got a fun story to it. It's mm-hmm. got, you know, I like the callbacks. So yeah. Yeah. 6.1. Cool. I think there's like sometimes when I do ratings where I mix how much I enjoy it with how much I respect it. Yeah. For example, with um, the uh, Caribbean rum or Caribbean reserve basil Hayden's, I enjoyed it because I enjoy dark rum, uh, but I didn't respect it. So I didn't give it as high a rating as maybe I could have because it didn't. It felt like they were cheating in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, here it's the opposite. I don't enjoy the taste. Uh, I don't enjoy the whiskey altogether, <laughs> um, but I do respect it. Yeah. It's bottled and bond, Jim Beam product, which can be good. Um, but there's something about it that I mean, it's the oakiness that is overwhelming that I don't like. And but I respect that it is oaky. Like sometimes you know, yeah, sometimes that means a lot. Um, I'm gonna give it a 5.4 though. What's that? Oh, it might be your cup of tea if you're an alcoholic. Yeah, by exactly. tea you mean alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Okay, just right, right up your alley. And if you're talking about alley, talking about alcohol. Um, <laughs> if you're talking about that, yeah, it's I just one to one. I think you're gonna go alley and butt chugging. No, and if you're talking about alley, you're talking about your butt chug. Yeah. Whoa! And if you're talking about your butt chug, sign up for Patreon.com/slash/ChillFiltered. <laughs> Um, I should just add that as the tier. Like, you know, there's like the $5 or there's the $10, oh, $3. If you, if you add it, then you're committed. Yeah. Well, it's going to happen. I've already committed to our listeners yeah. and I'll do the, the honor system. If <laughs> Listen, listeners. And this will be tough. It'll happen once and once and if for this all. This is your first episode. Yeah. This is your first you, episode. Tre- we're tre- tread lightly here or fast forward. I feel like this was, this was, yeah, this was, wasn't even a episode. This was theoretically a uh, Instagram live where we talked about the butt chug. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if we make a thousand dollars a month on Patreon, uh, I will butt chug McCallan. <laughs> so that's it. That's it, <laughs> listeners. Uh, and it will be by the honor system because Robbie doesn't want to watch, and <laughs> yeah, and it will probably be about an ounce. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll deal with it. Um. Yep. So that's it. I give it a five point five or five point four. Um, okay. It's one of my lowest ratings ever. Um. But like I said, I could see people enjoying this, but not yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. Mm. I don't think I'd go for it. Hey, it's better than some of the ones where I can't even finish the pour. This I can finish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of the ones that like you're leaving it here and it'll be kind of the ones where like, I just want to drink, but I, I don't know what I want to drink. I don't really care mm-hmm. what I drink. Yeah. So that's probably what to do with it. Yeah. I think, you know, like, again, going back to like Old Forester, I would take Old Forester over this. Oh, I would take Old Grand. Easy. If yeah. I want Bond, I'd pick an Old Granddad over that's this. For sure. So. It is not my first go-to, but you know, mm. if you see a bottle, it's for the price. Pick it up, try it out. Yeah. Tell us what you think. I just realized that uh, Old Forester has a, a hundred proof, and I don't think it's bonded, but it's just a hundred proof, uh, and it's for um twenty bucks, a little more than the so eighty-six proof. And what's that? And that might even be yeah, that might better. be your hundred hundred proofo. Yeah, so perfect. Uh, what do you say? It's time, everyone, listeners, Robbie, for whiskey world news. <laughs> All right, it's time for Whiskey World News, part of our show where, where we read an article and we talk about I finished my whiskey too early. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we read an article, we talk about it. You need a re-entry it. buzz. <laughs> yeah. 
I need no reentry. <laughs> I am buzzing. You're buzzing. I am buzzing. <laughs> Call me. What is that? I'm B movieing over here because I'm like George Seinfeld doing the voice, not George, Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> doing the voice of a B. Maybe you should stop reentry buzzing. <laughs> Let's roll it back a little bit. All right. Anyway, so here we go. Whiskey World News. This comes from uh, the Associated Press from. Auto blog. Ooh, with yeah. an A, not O T T O. Not my friend Otto the cat. <laughs> my name is Otto. I like to get blotto. <laughs> Little Simpsons there for you. Yes. Yeah, th- I think this is our first article from the Auto blog. Yes. Uh, it's titled "Rattlesnake, comma whiskey, comma uranium found in traffic stop of stolen car." What? <laughs> from July. I'm so 11th. intrigued. 2019, so it's older. Okay, it's older. Worth it though. It but I thought, like... you know, we're getting a little saucy, and this is the first <laughs> one that popped out of me. So, anyway, Guthrie, Oklahoma, police in Oklahoma say they found a rattlesnake, a canister of radioactive powdered uranium, and an open bottle of Kentucky Deluxe whiskey during a traffic stop of a vehicle that had been reported stolen. Uh, the traffic stop happened. Wow. <laughs> June 26th in Guthrie, about 30 miles north of Oklahoma City, Guthrie Police Sergeant Anthony Gibbs told Oklahoma City TV station KFOR that police don't know why the uranium was in the vehicle or how it was obtained, though uranium ore can be bought on Amazon. <laughs> Cole's going for a reentry buzz. He, he just crossed the room here. He's getting a little bit of uh, uncle nearest. All right. Uh, but yeah, uranium ore can be bought on Amazon. I don't... I, I mean, this is, this is one of those things I would buy when I was a teenager, when I had just, like just, a little bit of PayPal just money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one of, like now everybody's kind of searching Amazon. Like, we're all getting Quit. flagged. We're yeah. all getting flagged. Oh, that's probably it. You're so flagged when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Gibbs police say they also found a gun in the console and a terrarium, a terrarium in the backseat containing a pet timber rattlesnake. Mm. Uh, Gibbs says the driver, Stephen Jennings was charged with the possession of a stolen vehicle, transporting an open container of liquor, and driving with a suspended license. Um, so anyway, I'll stop there. Wait, how old was the whiskey again? Was it like recent whiskey or old whiskey? Uh, it doesn't. It just says a bottle of Kentucky Deluxe whiskey. Classy. Do you know Kentucky Deluxe? I've never heard of it. I haven't either. Now I'm looking at that for that too. Probably yeah. less flag than when I look for yeah. the uranium. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, that's what the dude was driving with. Um, lots of angles here. Do you think it was his stuff or do you think it was the stolen person's stuff? Or the person was that, that raises a lot of questions. Yeah. I have a theory here. I'm not, I'll get into it okay, in a cool. second. Um, but my guess is probably his. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. He's like, all right. Like the person, the type of person that steals a car seems like the type of person that would do those things. But the uranium what gets me. Maybe he was like trying a cocktail. Ooh, oh. venom. Was this your was this your theory? A venom uranium whiskey cocktail? Venom? You can apparently ingest venom as long as you don't have like ulcers, basically. Oh, it's like just no open source. You don't want to get it in your bloodstream that way, yeah. Yeah. Apparently. I don't know about every snake, so please, people, do not start <laughs> swallowing venom because I told you. Yeah, so, okay. What was the name? All right, so here's my theory. Mm-hmm. S- Stephen Jennings. Is Stephen Stephen Jennings is the whiskey drinking serial killer? Ooh, he's the one. He's and the he was on his like what was, what was the name of the Polplex or what? Polplex. That's what I. Yep, he's the Polplex serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> he Ooh. is. He's driving around like we got to research how yeah. many people yeah. died from venomous snake bite, radioactive. <laughs> oh yeah. Like just radioactivity, uh, yeah. r- r- poisoning. What is yeah. it called? It's uh, radioactive poisoning. Radio poisoning? I don't know. Not radio mm-hmm. poisoning, because then everybody would not have radios. Um, what is it called? Um, Use a Geiger counter. Come on. Um, um, is it radioactive poisoning? No, no, it? it's uh, okay. So you think I'm gonna keep talking? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, we got to research who's dying from this stuff because I think it's Stephen Jennings was the whiskey drinking mm. serial killer, and he was. That, so actually, there's actually, uh, I think you can find old medicines where like uranium is one of the ingredients and stuff like that. So it used to be involved. So I don't know, maybe he's doing a quick cocktail of the venom, radioactive material, and whiskey, but maybe uh, not. Radiation poison. Radiation. Yeah. Golly. Mm-hmm. 
little uh, too, little this guy's, too many. This guy's uh, straight up. Yeah, it makes sense. Maybe he is I the uh, Polplex killer. The Polplex killer. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, that's yeah. all I got for Whiskey World. Do you anything else to say about that? I, I thought it was a funny article. Just... <laughs> Like well, just, that's like what would what would what would be found in your car if you stole a car and you got caught? Well, I just love <laughs> the fact like uh, but I like your take on like did he steal the car with all the stuff in it and it turns around and he's like oh he's like oh I picked got the real, wrong car yeah this got real bad real yeah. fast and like you know I don't know yeah anyway did you get in trouble for the uh, plutonium or uranium or whatever yeah I think so okay so you, you can you buy charge it for but o- you can't. Own it. One of his charges, though, was open container. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's mm-hmm. kind of funny to me. Dude, I would hate to get open container, especially if I was transporting, like, for a whiskey tasting or something like that. Got to keep it in the trunk or the back seat or whatever. I don't know what the law is. I think the law is, like, just out of your own reach. Reach, okay, cool. Right? Yeah. I know, like, in Montana, um, you can have open, like, passengers can drink in a car in Montana. Yeah, that's at least crazy. they used to Certain be. states, yeah. Like, I want to say when I was college, that's Louisiana what people said. That, and we, as soon as we crossed Montana border, we cracked cores. Ah, <laughs> uh, college. Yeah, so you might want to do your research before you try that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Don't take our word for it. All right, that's that sounds like it's appropriate time to transition to our last segment mm-hmm. of what whiskey would you choose? So, as mentioned in pre- likely prior episodes, uh, is that we don't have last week's whiskey world or um, what whiskey would you choose because. Uh, we are recording these way ahead of time. We haven't put them on Instagram yet. Uh, so that's the sad part about whis- what whiskey would you choose this week, every time. Um, over it. Yep. Whiskey what um, world choosing. What would what whiskey world news would you choose? Um, so, wow, we've drank a lot today. And it's only <laughs> two. Oh, man, I got to get the tri-tip on the grill. We got to wrap oh, this up. Ew, yeah, yeah. So we'll close it on up. But here's the whiskey world... Or <laughs> Literally just came out of my mouth. Um, here is what whiskey would you choose for this week? Robin, do you have yours or is it going mine? Let's go with this one. Okay, cool. So likely this is going to release sometime in August. Um, if not, it'll probably be sometime this fall. Um, assuming football comes back, we're just going to go with, and even if it doesn't come back, because we can still ask you, if, you know, what is your tailgating whiskey? What are you drinking Game day, supporting yeah. your favorite college mm-hmm. team, supporting your favorite NFL team, supporting your favorite NHL team, supporting your favorite rugby team out there in Tasmania. Hey, yo, Joel. <laughs> what Shout you, out. What are you drinking? So your game day in the fall, what, well, I guess winter. Hockey doesn't really come out till. well, it's still, it starts in the fall. It's they like right, it's on the, hockey. it's on the b- rink. See what I did there? Oh, uh, I see what you did there. Yeah, ice skating rink of winter, of fall, of winter. Anyway, so what's your tailgating whiskey? Cole, do you got one in mind? Um, yeah, I mean, I'll think about it, but I'm not typically a tailgater. Uh, I'm not really a sportsy guy, uh, but I have tailgated. Uh, and we've talked about this actually on one of our first, when Robbie joined, one of our first 10, I want to say, episodes we talked about. We tailgated before a concert at Red Rocks yes, in Colorado. Yeah. Um, but this Which is was, very different. This is sportsy. So I gotta think sportsy. sportsy. Does something come to your mind first before I answer this? Well, and... the first thing that came to mind is okay. your new favorite letter might be an S because on sporty you added an S for sports. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't even realize it. So sportsiness. For, so I got I, so NFL, and I think I mentioned this before. We drink. Uh, I drink rum. So I drink. I drink Sailor Jerry's because that's probably my favorite rum. Or Kraken. Spiced. Yeah. So that's NFL. So I'm putting the Seahawks on the side burner here. For college football, I'm a Cornhusker. So my favorite is Platte Valley Corn Whiskey. Oh. So that's my go-to. Although I'm having a hard time getting it. So uh, I'm going to go to the next whatever corn whiskey I can get this year. But I'm going to say Platte Valley Corn Whiskey is my mm-hmm. go-to Cornhusker tailgating whiskey. Okay. I think I figured mine out too. I like yours, but um, but it's dumb. No, I don't know why I said but. <laughs> um, but here, I, here's the here's the thing about tailgating whiskey is people are you're probably gonna get the bottle finished. There we go. Uh, Robbie's ready for more old tub. I I did have to re-entry buzz on some uh, Uncle Nearest 1856. I'm, not I'm just continuing. Yeah, here. I'm just, just having a good time. The, the buzz hasn't left. It no. is it is continuous it's at this point. It's a lot easier to keep drinking when you're here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Especially when we're in person. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. this was on the over the phone, I'd, I'd be worried. <laughs> yeah. So you're drinking alone, Robbie? No. Cool. cool. Like, hello, yeah. Robbie. 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 <laughs> 
No, but this this would have to be a whiskey that is, like I said, cheap and will probably be finished every time you tailgate. Yeah. Um, so I think I would want something that's readily available every time I go to the liquor store, mm-hmm. and that is something that's under twenty or twenty-ish every time, mm-hmm. uh, because there are a lot of games in Sportsy World, and um, <laughs> and so I would say Old Forester Hundo Hundo Proofer. Um, because have you had Old Forester Hundo Poof? I Poofer? yeah yeah I have. Okay, I've had it recently actually for the first the time. The way that you were talking, I thought you were alluding to the fact you hadn't. No, I uh, recently we had it. It was the uh, my birthday poker night where we were all wearing masks. Um, we made a old fashioned mix based were you on wearing Hundo. Ma- pandemic masks or eyes wide shut masks. No pandemic. Masks. Okay, good. I was like, I'm glad I didn't go to that party. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we. Um, but it was good. I drank it on its own too, and it's you know the the old Forester eighty six is great, and that's like seventeen bucks typically if you can find it. But then the twenty one or so uh, Hundo proofer. Uh, is proofer, it, yeah. It was. I think I did it again. Yeah, I don't uh, know. I heard that was uh was pretty good. And I think uh, I would want to impress. I wouldn't want to go like. And I like not to say that uh, Old Forester eighty six proof is bad. It's just the lowest end yeah. of good. Yeah, you're like fourteen proof away from being yeah impressive. Yeah, you want to impress your friends. You want to you want to bring something a little more hot. Uh, so you're gonna do Old Forester Hundo proofer. Uh, and I said it right that time. So that's what I would say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right. I think we're doing pretty good on time. Yeah. We actually uh, broke the 50 minute mark. So what? Yeah. So imagine that we start drinking and we start rambling. Yeah, exactly. But, Cole's got uh, the sleepy eyes on. Well, no. He already took his nap. I took my nap today. He took his yeah. nap. But he's my got, vacation daily nap. He's got drinky eyes on, yeah. I guess. No, that's probably what it is. So so you're going to make a tri-tip uh, on the smoker? Yeah, we got to get that. I had to get it out and bring it to room temperature first. Yeah, that's for sure. But well, we're going to do tri-tip and we're going to do some uh, homemade french fries. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking for those french fries. So the drinking will not stop because when you, when you smoke some meats. Once you pop. You gots to drinks. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, so once we'll, you we'll, pop, you can't stop. Once you pop, the fun don't stop. <laughs> and uh, and with that, <laughs> listeners, I hope this tri tip tastes fantastic. And cool. I hope we aren't too annoying for the rest of the people in the household. Yeah, I hope those listeners who've listened for the first time know that this isn't your typical episode. <laughs> and if you're still listening, Instagram message us with the code word Old Tub. No, that's the name of the code. What code oh, that's word? a bad code word. Oh, what about like a um, uh, Polplex killer? Yes. If you're still listening, Instagram message us with the code word Polplex killer. And we'll know you're a true listener. And <laughs> Actually, that's a great idea. Yeah, and we'll send you a sticker or something. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, because I got to buy new stickers, and all you got to do is do a regular stamp for that. So, <laughs> listeners, I'm gonna do that. I'm literally gonna do that. It might take a few weeks, but listeners, if you're still listening at this point, <laughs> fa- or Instagram message us with Polplex Killer and your address, and we will send you a sticker, a chill filtered sticker. I like how you say you got to buy new stickers, kind of like it's your like oh all my cool stickers I always make for myself or right no, yeah, no, no, no. I mean I get them from like some website, but anyway, it's just chill filtered stickers. I hope a lot of our listeners message us that. And Cole, I hope we're ready to close us out. Yep, and I hope listeners that our love of spirits has lifted yours. <laughs>